KNC Studios on the beautiful, awesome, amazing, fantastic campus of North Carolina State University on 88.1 WKNC HD1 FM. I'm John Hinton. We're absolutely stoked, thrilled, ecstatic to be coming at you live on one of the premier college radio stations in the nation, keeping you up to date with the latest and the greatest with all the NC State sports. John, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm surviving through the pollen. How are you, Benjamin? I am actually, the pollen doesn't affect me a lot, and so I'm very grateful for that. Well, but you're, you're, yeah, you're very blessed. Very blessed. I don't, yeah. yeah. You could say I don't smell well. Okay. Anyway, what's on the docket for today's show? We got a little bit of a short show. We're going to be going off the air at 5:35. Uh, NC State has a baseball game today against UNC Wilmington. You can tune in right here on 88.1 at 6 p.m. But we're definitely going to talk about um, some track and field, outdoor track and field, men's and women's tennis, softball, and baseball, as well as gymnastics competing in the regional championships. But we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, a friend of ours, Kurt Cunningham, he's on the cheerleading team at NC State, and they just won a national championship. Kirk, how's so. it going? Well, I'm well. How are you guys? Thanks thanks for being Doing on good. the show. Yeah, yeah. Th- thanks for taking time out of your day. Uh, just wanted to ask so, a few questions. Yeah, yeah, a little about yourself. What? So uh, I'm a sophomore in accounting right now. Um, uh, I got into cheer like almost less than a year ago. Uh, in high school, I was more of a fo- football player, and I played lacrosse, but... Um, it's kind of a weird, weird way into cheerleading, but uh, you know, you know the tides turn around. You never, never really know know what's going to happen. But um, you know, here I am, barely a year into cheerleading and uh, a national champion here. So now, did you come into NC State uh, as or on the cheerleading team, or did you like pick it up? No, I picked, like, I picked it up. I didn't. I I came in here, didn't really have a have a lot of, lot to do, like just intramurals and stuff like that. And uh, one of my friends from high school, he actually was on the cheer team in high school, and uh, he cheered for me. Like, when, obviously, when I was playing football. And uh, I ate dinner with him one night, and uh, I was like, "Hey, man, like, what's it like to uh, to be on the cheer team?" And uh, he was giving me like the you know the scoop on what it's like and everything mm-hmm. like that, um, you know. But he was he was injured like all his first season, so he kind of took it upon himself to to teach me and a few of our friends to um, to you know like to learn learn to tumble a little bit. And then once we got to tumble, and I was learning how to do like backflips, he he kind of got us into uh, stunting, which was like what I fell in love with. So that was uh, that was pretty cool. But um. Yeah, man, it's crazy, like, all the work we put into. No one really knows what happens, you know, at a cheer practice. You know, mm-hmm. you see us on the field, you see us cheering and stuff like that. But uh, you never really know, like, the six and nines, you know, basically every day of the week and everything like that. Yeah, so, like, uh, could you describe for us the amount of, like, uh, work and uh, working out that you guys do? Like, how often you practice? Yeah, so we practice three days a week, six to nine, uh, on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also do, like, last semester we were doing morning lifts, like, two days a week. You know, 6 a.m. workouts, grinding hard in the morning, like, lifting heavy weights and stuff like that. So Wow. Yeah, yeah. I do that too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Same one. So, for those of us that don't know, and that includes me and John, how does a cheerleading competition work? Like, what goes on, what what is scored, and uh, what happened at the one in Daytona Beach? Yeah, so in Daytona, there, I mean, it's the, hugest comp- it's the biggest competition there is in the nation for cheer, uh, for the NCA. And basically, I mean, you can basically any score you can think of as a, as a cheer team, they're going to be there. Um, there's a lot of different divisions, um, so it's it's possible for there to be. I mean, there were over 100 teams there for sure. Um, you, I didn't really know how many colleges there were in America. That I didn't know existed, 
Like wow. there's there's crazy schools and even even like JUCOs that are there. Really? Yep. Yeah, Lenore wow. Ryan at, uh, in in North Carolina won the Division Two championship. I just saw that when I was doing yeah. a little research for y'all. So what are like are there individual things? Because you talked about tumbling and uh, some other stuff that cheerleaders do. Are there individual like events or championships, or is it all team stuff? There's, there's team stuff and there's partner there's partner stuff as well. So um, we we didn't have anyone this year from NC State do partner stunts, but there are like co-ed stunts where you can have like one guy and one girl go on there and just kind of show what they can do. And that's pretty cool mm-hmm. too. And we've had, we've had like people in the past from NC State do like a like a co-ed stunt. Brandon Parker is one of one of our guys who who coaches now, but he graduated last year and he's won two championships himself. Oh wow! Doing, doing the partner stunts, yeah. So he's he's crazy good. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the competition's pretty crazy. I mean, there's obviously like I said, there's different divisions, and so you, you'll see um, like our division that we won this year, or the two divisions we won were small co-ed mm-hmm. and game day, which are completely different. Uh, small co-ed's more like tumbling based. Um, and like there are some stunting, a lot of stunting in there as well. But game day is just like the atmosphere that, that the school can bring. Mm-hmm. So you have to flag, yeah. you like bring the flag, yeah. like bring the cheers, and like all the on the you fight got the song. mascot too, right? Exactly, yeah, bring the mascots on the mat as well. So. so that's like all the defense chants that you guys would do at basketball games, all the stunting you do on the sideline of football games. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, what would you say to somebody who would say that cheerleading is not a sport? I would say that uh, remember that family friendly. Yeah, yeah no, no, it's. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Uh, I think uh, I'm I'm gu- just as guilty as everyone else when I was in high school saying it wasn't a sport. But uh, all I can say is until you can do what I can do, you can call it a sport. So. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And for the listeners out there, you're at least, what, 6'2", 190? Exactly. And yeah. doing tumbles and all kinds of stuff that you normally would see, like, gymnasts do, and they're significantly smaller. Like, I'm for me to you, that that's just pr- really, really cool. Yeah. And for someone to say it's not a sport, it requires a significant amount of skill, which to me – is a big step in making it a sport. So, um, Daytona Beach, do you get a ring? We do get rings. What? Yeah. Oh my God. We do get rings. <laughs> that yep. is that so is awesome. cool. They uh, it, it kind of sucks actually because um, last year when, or two years ago when they won in 2016 because we were also we also won in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, it took them a year to get the rings. What? Yep. Oh man. And so I think it's gonna be quicker for us this year. We're gonna start designing them like next week actually. Okay. That's Wait, cool. You guys design your own rings? Exactly. Yep. Personally, so, or just the whole team? The whole, designs- team, the whole team, exactly. The whole team does it as like a unit. So there'll be two different rings for the small co-ed and the, and the game day. But everyone's gonna get their ring and kind of put their what put they what put what they want on on the ring. So it's pretty it should, awesome. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. Yeah. How many people uh, would be in a competition at one time? So like, say for the game day, is it the entire team competing, or is there a process like in tennis to get the top spots to be on the stage performing? So are you saying like there's all, are there other like alternates on the team or yes are there are there like alternates who didn't perform at national like they went to nationals but they didn't perform or is everybody yeah we performing? we had a few alternates most of the alternates uh, were either um, late tryouts so they got on the team later in the in the year or they were injured they didn't get mm-hmm. on but um, there were only two alternates for game day I think there were might have been uh, three or four for for uh, small mm-hmm. but most people that were there. They got to compete, and so it's not really it's not really like a like a first string, second string thing. It's most people that go are the ones who are going to be on the mat, and you're going to see them on the mat. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So with the competition, are there like rounds? Like how many like dances or like routines do you guys have to have prepared? They're not dances, to go? dancing. It, yeah. It's it's really cool dancing. You, that, how many routines do you have to have prepared to go? Like, is it like three rounds? Everyone does one, and then the best eight advance, and then again, or is it just one thing that you do and your score based on that? For for our competitions, it was it was like a two days competition. So you basically you get two tries. The first mm-hmm. day you have to qualify for the finals, and so I mean you it comes down to you're there for 72, 72 hours, and it comes down to 
six minutes where you're performing. So. Yeah, wow. it's essentially yeah. like a swim meet where you have mm-hmm. like prelims and finals, things like exactly. that. So yeah. What do you like better? Uh, what do you like better, football or men's basketball? The games, During, d- performing the games. at the games, like performing. Oh, yeah, I would definitely say football. Okay, like, is it because of the grass? The grass, yeah, the grass is cool. You get to throw more stunts. There's less rules when it comes to uh, comes to stunting. You got more um, space on the sideline too. Definitely, exactly. yeah. But the energy, it's the like the, the energy you get from a football game, I think it's it can be unbeatable sometimes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like there's there are some games where I was at the Clemson game this this year, was here in the Clemson game uh, for men's basketball. And that was a crazy experience. Like that, I think oh, you yeah. guys were there. There was, there was so much. I was at there. the Clemson game, but I actually wasn't at the Clemson game. Uh, did you cheer at the Duke game? In I did basketball? not. I did, oh, not, did not. Okay, but that you was also, you went with the team to the uh, NCAA tournament. Uh, I did. This, yeah. yeah that's how was right. that? Yeah. So that was. Uh, I went to the Wichita, the Wichita for the men's, and that was. Uh, that was an experience. It was a little boring, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, no, being in the arena was really cool. I got to see like Kansas play, obviously. That was really cool. Like we were there before before uh, NC State played and Kansas was playing, mm-hmm. but um, I mean Wichita. There's not much to do in Kansas. You know, I think yeah. I think everyone knows that. But uh, yeah, Kansas is is kind of a boring state. But um, no, nah, it was we had we had a good time just from the people you're you're there with, and obviously mm-hmm. like I saw Torn Dorn like in the pool. Like that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's cool in the hotel. So um, yeah, you gotta you gotta meet a lot of cool people, and we got we saw some other people from other schools like Houston and. Met some of their cheerleaders. So. so, as far as conduct on the sideline, like when I go to games, I like to get very excited, is what we're going to say here. And so, how much do they regulate that for you guys as the cheerleaders? What you cannot and cannot, I guess, say on the sideline? Do you have a separate code of conduct, or are you just held to the same standard as a regular student? We signed, con- we signed a contract for sure. Um, I, if I'm being honest, I don't really know the exact rules, but I mean, they're going to, the coaches are right there in front of you. If you say something, they're going to get you off the field. Oh. So uh, I mean, we, that makes sense. Yeah, we can't control what what people say to us, but yeah, I mean, it, it, you should. Yeah, I can take a good guess, but the, the words that, that yeah, I yeah, yeah. I can't. Yeah, can't we, we kind of know. Yeah. But um, yeah. that leads me to another question: Are there any? Has there anything ever happened in a game? What's a memorable thing that's come from the stands? Like, has someone ever said or did something that was like either really funny or or something else like that happened in a game? Yeah, there's one guy I actually knew. Um, I'm not gonna say his name on the air, but uh, he was. We can say he was intoxicated a little bit, but he was yelling at the top of his lungs for probably a good thirty seconds, and then just like his face was turning purple, and it was just like he was in the right in the first row, like right was in my he wearing face. Wearing a banana suit? No, he was not. Oh, he was okay. Not. He, then I know who it wasn't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But uh, no, like it was just crazy to see him because like then no one kicked him out. Obviously, he was just kind of cheering for their Frenchy State, but it, it got a little out of control. So I see some stuff, some stuff like that, but uh, um, I've seen people get like, get carried away. Like sometimes you'll see in the stands, people get like way too. Way too intoxicated. They have like the security has to come get them, but uh, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing like people always hate on uh, on NCC fans saying that we're like you know mean or we're like talking trash or something like that. But we really, I think we're really pretty classy fans and we cheer really hard. So yeah, I yeah. have to agree. I have to agree. Yeah. Honestly, now you guys, you don't just do football games and men's basketball games. You also cheer at other sporting events as well. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite, uh, as we call it on the show, non-revenue sport to cheer for? I would say volleyball, volleyball, volleyball. Is exciting. For volleyball, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I definitely, I'm definitely a huge fan of some of the some of the volleyball players. Um, I actually live in the same building as a, as a few of them, which is pretty cool. So I got to know them a little bit. But um, I mean, volleyball, especially this. I mean, we were dominant this year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, it was crazy to to go to those games and, and uh, enjoy like watching those and and just, there's a lot of energy for sure there. Like you know, you got some guys coming watching volleyball games and um, 
I don't know. It was just really fun. Yeah, sometimes they have the swim team go there, and yeah, they, oh uh, yeah, the, yeah. All the <laughs> men's team just goes and fills up the stands in speedos, and like, yep. that's kind of funny. It is, yeah. I would do that, of course, but you know, I don't want to like make anybody feel bad. Exactly, exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so, what's your favorite thing about being on the cheerleading team? So far, um, probably the traveling. Honestly, like, like, like I said, Wichita wasn't that wasn't that great, but Daytona was was a blast. Um, Really, just people I got to meet. I got to meet some mm-hmm. really great people. Some of my idols when it comes to like stunting. Um, there are some like famous, like famous. Uh, really? Co- yeah, there's some famous co-ed stunters. Educate us. What are, what's a famous stunter? Uh, Constantine is probably the most famous stunter. Well, they have one name. Well, his name is Constantine Stalzer. <laughs> He's from Germany, and he came all the way to Daytona from Germany to to come for the the competition. Wow. So there's a day called Stuntfest after all the competitions happen. And uh, basically, thousands of people. Basically, if you're anyone who who cheers, you're you're at Stompfest. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was pretty cool. There were three guys I wanted to see. It was like Constantine was one of them. And so uh, I I went with a bunch of flyers from NC State. We were throwing throwing them up, and um, I was with like some of the, some of the guys, Luis and Connor and and Chris Stunting. And uh, Constantine just rolls up right next to us and starts starts throwing some uh, some crazy stunts. And wow. uh, that's crazy. He's he's a scary guy, man. He's so big. <laughs> Uh, I didn't really talk to him. Like, I, I didn't want to like fanboy over him or anything like that. He was starstruck. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was yeah. like, dang, that's him. But <laughs> it was the first guy I ever actually watched stunt like on YouTube or something like that. So yeah. it was pretty crazy just to like see him come full circle and uh, him like right next to me. So it was pretty crazy. But uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think that's most of the questions that we have for you. Uh, how does it feel to be a national champion? It's crazy, man. Uh, it just the experience was crazy, and uh, I don't think it's really set in yet, but. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of just setting in that we we made, we made history this past year. So was it like um, as soon as you finished your routine, did you know that you guys were going to win, or did you have to wait for a score like in gymnastics? We have, we have to wait for a score, but it actually it's kind of a funny story because um, the first day when we we competed for prelims, we walked off the mat and we knew that we had we had gotten first place. Yeah, like there was no question how how perfect that routine was. It was it was our best routine that we had ever done. And then the second day on the band shell, that's mm-hmm. when, when the finals are, and it's outside. It's it's a new experience. It's in, it's in the hot sun, and um, the routine wasn't our best. And we we walked off the mat, kind of like worried at whether we were gonna win or not. Um, and uh, I mean, we got lucky. That's what the award ceremony like. Their reaction was crazy because we really didn't know if we were gonna win. It was like truly like a it's, surprise. Exactly, yeah. Because just not everyone uh, brought what they had. I think we just had a, a couple a couple of bobbles in the air, but. Um, you know, it really just comes down to the winning and losing, and what the score was, and the judges thought we did the best. So, it was a uh, it was a good experience. But wow, that is pretty cool. Now I yeah. do have a couple of super important okay. questions. Okay. When you go to cookout and everyone goes to cookout and you get a cookout shake, <laughs> what is your go to cookout shake? My go to cookout shake, um, definitely a Snickers. A Snickers? Yep. Just I have that's not a good had one. that. I'm good Snickers. One. Have you tried the Reese's? I have. Yeah. Reese is good too. And you yeah. and you still go with Snickers. Okay. All right, that's fine. <laughs> um one more question because right. me and John were talking about this last week. If you were a baseball player and it's baseball season, what's your walk-up song? Ooh, that's a good oh, question. Yeah, yeah. we were talking question. about John, this. What was yeah. yours again? Uh Rocky Like a Hurricane by the Scorpions, one. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to go with a rap song for sure. I'm kind of a rap head. Um uh uh, maybe all the lights by Kanye with like the. I was opening. thinking some Kanye yeah. like flashing lights or yeah. all of the lights. Maybe yeah. uh, something like that, like stronger maybe or something like that. Nice. Or uh, nice. black skinhead. Black skinhead would be a good one. That'd be hype. That'd with, be like, hype. The you get the, yeah, yeah, you get like the reverse I think like, what it bass would be. at the yeah, black skinhead. That's a 
Yeah, that's a good song. Well, good Kirk, song. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show with us. You are actually the first athlete that we've interviewed really? on this show. We're hoping to do a lot more next year, hopefully. So I'm, I'm in history twice then. Yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You're, yeah. The, you're the champion of Packers Life Sports we Show. Could, we could bring on his twin brother and pretend that it's Kirk. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. I mean, you got another mic in here. We could do a, we could do a dual, uh, dual interview sometime. Yeah, we could. Yeah. For sure. I'd love to be back. It was pretty fun. Yeah. All right, man. We, we're going to have you back next year when you win the uh, championship oh, again. Sounds good. Yeah. Probably good. before then. But thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. And uh, also, you're a great guy, and I appreciate <laughs> knowing you. And I know you're really good friends with John. Yep. So uh, that was Kurt Cunningham on the NC State cheerleading team. We're going to take a quick break. Um, that's going to be all from Kirk. Unfortunately, he does have to – well, you have cheer practice I after this? practice, yep. You guys just want What a dedicated ask. athlete, man. Yeah. Like, and I say that. Like, in complete sincerity. Like, seriously, yep. he takes time out of his day, but he still goes to practice. Thank you. All right, the thank ultimate you. student athlete. Thank you, Kirk. <laughs> thank you. This is uh, Summer, Summer Night by Alan Doyle. We're going to be right back on Packers Life Sports Show on 88.1 WKNC. Sports Show, 88.1 WKNC Raleigh FM. Benjamin Denton and John Hinton here to cover 15 minutes of NC State sports before you are taken out to listen to some NC State baseball. Some actual NC State sports, so yes. we're going to kick that off really quickly. Uh, softball over the week did not have a great week. Um, we lost, to start the week, we lost to Liberty 5-2. Um, to two. And uh, we scored, Liberty scored five runs in the fourth inning. Yeah. And that was pretty much curtains for us. We followed that up with a doubleheader against Boston College uh, on the weekend. Yeah, we lost that series two, uh, dropped game one, six to two, and we lost 12 to two in the nightcap. We scored two runs in the second inning of the first game, but it wasn't enough. Yeah, and uh, they scored over, yeah, they scored six unanswered to win that game. We would talk more about it, but we really have to. Um, run through these. We actually have a good amount to get to today. Game two, Boston College jumped out to a two nothing lead. We clo- we we scored a run. It eventually got to four two, and then they scored seven inning seven runs in the sixth inning. I'm pretty sure, and uh, that was pretty much curtains for us. That was both on Friday. They did not have any games Saturday. On Sunday, the season finale of no the Bo- series finale series finale yeah not se- season finale yeah, series yeah. finale with Boston College. Was a little bit closer. We did we did lose five to three. Yeah, that's our fourth straight loss. Um, did uh, Jade Caraway? She did have a two out RBI double. That was in the bottom of the seventh. That tied it at three. But uh, Boston College, you know, scored two runs after that, and that's how it went. Yeah. So four straight losses for uh, softball. So now they are twenty and nineteen overall, and four and ten in the ACC. But right now, we are hosting Campbell on campus. That game started at 5 o'clock, so it's probably somewhere in the first three mm-hmm. innings. You can stop by Dale Field if you want to check it out. Yeah, that's right across from Reynolds and Carmichael Gym. It's mm-hmm. right down Morrill Drive if on I NC State's If I sprinted Campbell. from where I am right now, I could get there in five minutes. So No, easily, easily. Yeah. I could longboard there in less than that. Yeah. Oh, anyway, wow, look at you. I'm better than you, John. <laughs> anyway, in gymnastics, um, we, ha- we hosted an NCAA regional and uh, we talked about that a good bit um, two weeks ago. And it, it we did very well. We had the best score in school history at an NCAA regional with 196.05 points. Yeah. Um, we did get third. 
Only the top two teams advance, so yeah. we will not be going to the national championship. However, it was a very successful season. We won the EAGL, or Eagle Conference, as I've been saying, um, in Kim Landra's first year as head coach. And she was also the Southeast Region Regional Coach of the Year. So more good things to come and for uh, NC State Gymnastics, as well as there are individual gymnasts who can qualify for um, the NCAA Championship. So we might... We will tell you next week when we find out if we did have some individual gymnasts who qualified to go to that. Moving on in baseball, we have had a a very very good season. Very today. good, yeah. And that did, that was no different than last week because we had a really 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 good week as Brett Kinnaman and pitcher Brian Brown were named midseason All Americans by Perfect Game. Yeah, um, if you've been following us at all, you've known that Brett Kinnaman has been just chucking home runs. The entire season. Yeah, he's no longer first and in the country, but like it's okay. he's, he's still up there. It's okay because as he moves down in the standings, uh, I mean, in the rankings, NC State has been moving up in oh, yeah. the rankings. We are now number two in the country. Brian Brown um, has 40, he struck out 41 batters, 261 career strikeouts for him. He started 52 games on the mound, which leaves the, leads the nation career-wise. He so, also leads the nation... Veteran. In this year, in ERA, yes, at point four one, yeah, that was going into a couple of games. So he did give up some runs in a very recent game. So that's probably going to change as far as as his ERA goes. Yeah, but point four one ERA, that's ridiculous. Uh, two earned runs in forty three point two innings pitched. As a that's team, ridiculous. That is so ridiculous. That's all I can say about that. Yeah, he as senior, he started for a long time. He's we're going to see him at the next level, just like we will Tim Tebow. As a team, NC State leads the ACC at a uh, 3.10 uh, batting average yeah. and uh, a 2.98 team earned run average on the mound. Yeah, we did uh, suffer a loss against number 11 Louisville, mm-hmm. 8 to 2. However, we did win the series, so we're undefeated in the ACC in series. But we'll tell you a little bit about that. Uh, Louisville jumped out to a four nothing lead, actually a six nothing lead. And then when it got to 8-2, to two, it was pretty much over at that point. Yeah, it was move on to Game 2 from there, and that's what we did. Um, we rallied for a 9-6 to six win after trailing 6-3. to three. Yeah, we scored two runs in the 7th inning, four more in the ninth. Uh, the turning point was a costly error by Louisville with two outs in the 7th, and Terrell Tatum scored on the misplay. That cut the deficit to 6-4, to four, and from then on out, it was all NC State. Yeah, Will Wilson followed with a single to right field, and Josh McLean raced around to score for the first base from first base to cut the deficit to one, and the Cardinals threatened at the bottom of the ninth, but uh, Kent Kleiman struck out the next batter and received a nice defensive play from Steven Pereira. Yeah, so NC State wins 9-6, series tied at 1-1. We won our eighth straight ACC series in Game 3, winning 10-3. It's our third straight weekend that we dropped Game 1 of a three-game series, but then won the next two. So our record right now, as it stands before this next game versus UNCW, we are 25-6 and on the year and 11-4 and in the ACC. Uh, one of only two teams in the ACC with double-digit uh, conference wins. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are also, like we mentioned earlier, number two in the nation, which is tied twice for the highest ranking in school history for baseball. And yeah. I think that was 2003, which was the last time we had that win streak, and 1991 were both the years that we were ranked number two. So we've never mm-hmm. been the number one team. Yeah. I mean, as of right now, we're, yeah, if our win percentage was a batting average, it's 810. 
Wow. Which is pretty good. Eight out of eight out of ten games, four out of five. Um, Louisville, they were pretty highly ranked, and they have eleven losses, uh, six and nine in the league action. So, yeah. So yeah. That, that's yeah. We would talk about that more, but because we're condensing this big time because of the short program for today, we're going to move on to tennis. And women's tennis has not been doing well for us until last week because yeah. <laughs> they went and beat Louisville seven to nothing. Holy smokes. Yeah, wow. Anna Rogers, Claudia Wiktorin, they earned a 6-2 win over number 62, Abby Paz and Marina Humberg. At number one, and Amanda Rebol and Adriana Riemi clinched the doubles point for us. Yep, and in so we're up one nothing in singles. Uh, 80th ranked Anna Rogers uh, won 6-3, 5-7, and 6-4. Adriana Riemi, she won in three sets, 6-3, 2-6, Taylor Bridges uh, swept her series and she won six four and six two. Claudia Victorin also in straight sets six two six two. And Bianca Moldovan won three sets after losing the first set five seven. She came back and won six three six two. And to close it out, Amanda Rebol won in straight sets six two six four. Next game, I, I mean, oh my gosh, we swept an ACC opponent. That is yeah. really really good. And Louisville is not a bad team either. So that not at all. That's that's huge. That brought us to 500 for the women's tennis. So that's huge, huge win. Mm-hmm. We went to Notre Dame and won again, four to three. Yeah, we won the doubles point again. Moldovan and Stenta defeated Chong and Waldrum seven six seven two at point number two. The way that uh, doubles works is that mm-hmm. you play one set. So if it goes to seven six, the last uh, game in the set is played best. Uh, it's played two seven points. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. So that was um, so it was it was tied at six games and you have to win a set by two games. Mm-hmm. So um, when it's tied at six, you play one more game and it's just the first to seven points and that's what happened with NC so State. We won the first leg of the double point and then Andriana Remy and Amanda Rebal over uh, they won seven six and seven three to clinch the doubles yes. point for the women's tennis. Yes, Remy she earned a straight sets win, only dropping one game six one six zero. Bianca Moldovan, she won at the number five position in straight sets. Yeah, Claudia Wiktorin helped put the Wolfpack over the line as she defeated uh, Cameron Course 6-4-7-6-10-8 in the fourth flight. So that was the four points that we needed to get the win, as you only need four of seven for tennis. Up next for NC State, the women are returning to the J.W. Eisenhower Tennis Center right here on campus on April 13th. That's this Friday, the 13th, and they take on number 27, Wake Forest at 2 p.m. and NC Central at 6 p.m. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Go back. Anyway. Um, yeah. How at the Moon. Have you seen that movie? Friday I, the 13th? I have not seen Which it. Which one? I don't know the old one. It was like 25. My dad <laughs> uh, watched it as a little kid with his cousins in the mountains, yeah. and he had to drive home, like drive to the different cousin's house after watching it Halloween night on his dirt uh. bike. Uh, this oh, was the 80s. on a dirt bike. Yeah, and the dirt bike cut off when he drove it through oh, a puddle. Oh, my so goodness. So he said it may have been the most yeah. scared he's ever been in his entire life. I am, just a quick note, I am not a fan of slasher horror movies. I like like different kind of horror movies, like The Conjuring. Like I want to see the, A Quiet Place, oh. that movie. Yeah. yeah. I don't like horror movies a lot, but I kind of want to see that movie. got to see it. It's got Jim from The Office Anyway, wow. Movie. This yeah. is flying by. All right, so men's tennis, we're ranked number 25. By the way, women's tennis is 12 and 11 on the year, and they're ranked number 38 in the country. Wow. So they've had a really difficult schedule thus far. And uh, don't give up hope on the women's tennis team, yeah, as I kind of had myself. But we're we're killing it right now. Men's tennis ranked 25 in the country 
we beat Georgia Tech 5-2. to two. Yeah, it's our third straight ACC win. We won the doubles point for the fifth straight match. The Savelchik brothers, they won 6-1. Fabulous and Malyshev 6-2 to clinch the point. Number 37 ranked Alexis Galano. He earned the packs for a singles point in uh, straight sets as he, again, he defeated a ranked uh, player 6-3 and 6-1. Malyshev also won in straight sets 6-3-7-5. And um, taking on Andrew Lee on court four, Ivan Savelchek once again provided the match-clinching victory. So this is what... Three out of the last four matches, Ivan has come through in the clutch and given us the point to win the match. Yes. It also helps that he is in the perfect position to do so when we are winning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Which what we is. were talking about with tennis. It's kind of like a batting order. You want to put exactly. certain players yeah. in certain places, and Ivan, he's a closer. Yeah. <laughs> he's the closer. He won in three sets, six one five seven six zero. 5 uh, We also defeated Clemson 4-1 to one in our last home meet of the season. We improved to 15-5. and five. Five and four in the ACC. Yeah, when we open up the match, getting the doubles point for the fifth straight game, the Svelchik brothers won 6-3, and Babalis and Malashev also won as well. Moving on to track and field at the Gamecock Invitational, NC State had seven first-place finishes and 20 podium finishes. Wow, do we have time to get through all of these? There's a lot of uh, first-place finishes. Let's cover it next week. Yeah, we'll, you know, we'll get back to it next week when we have a little bit more time. We really don't want to keep you guys away from the baseball longer than we have to uh as the program is winding down i just want to say i really like having someone on for an interview hope you guys enjoyed it as well yeah it, it was a lot of fun thank you guys for taking uh time out of your day and tuning in and uh one quick note i want to say the nba playoffs start this weekend uh, and i'm super excited has uh, the matchups been decided not yet because there's a lot of there's two teams that Spurs uh, could miss it no, Spurs can't miss it. Oh, they can't? Timberwolves and Nuggets play for the last spot tonight. Blazers and Wolves play for the third spot tonight. Wow. And the Thunder and the Pelicans and the Spurs are 5-6-7. But it can all be decided tonight. Yeah, and Russell Westbrook needs 16 rebounds to get it. He's going to get it, dude. Average. He's going to get it. I guarantee it. Unless he gets injured. But I hope he no, gets it. No, no, don't say that. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I, yeah. I'm saying he will get it when if he's yeah. given the opportunity. Uh, another quick note, the Tide Pods. Tide Pods, yeah. We are in the Elite Eight. We won last week. Uh, it was a pretty ugly game, but we won 50-40. to 40. Yeah, I, I had my contribution of two points, and I'm proud of that. Yeah, yeah it's well, okay. It's, my defense was better, I so I'm five, happy with that. I so it's okay. Yeah, we have a couple of really good players on the team, including John. In fact, everyone on the team is pretty good. Thank you, man. I'm like, appreciate it. I'm on the I'm on the cusp there. Yeah, Elite Eight tonight. We'll update you next week. Hopefully, we will make it to the Final Four of NC State men's competitive intramural basketball. But that's all the time that we have for this week. Yeah, I do have one PSA. Go ahead for, uh, for that's right. That's all right. you listeners yeah. out yeah. there um, on Friday, April twentieth, four twenty, at seven p.m. in Riddick Hall, right here on NC State's campus. There is a free improv comedy show, and again, this is a PSA and is completely free. And uh, you're welcome to come out. It's welcome to anyone to come watch the show. Uh, side note, I will be performing. There's going to be seven other people on stage, some of my closest friends. If you like him performing here, you'll like him performing there. Oh, thank you for the endorsement. I was expecting a, a, a joke or a little put down there. I don't have to do that. You do that to yourself. Oh, thank you. Oh, there wow. it is. There it is. There all it right. is. Well, that is all we have for today's show. Unfortunately, we can't do a full show, but fortunately... You're going to hear some some baseball from the second best team in the country, soon to be number one. Who are we kidding? And that is going to be right here on 88.1 WKNC. Bye, y'all.